Hey guys, welcome back to Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today we are going to be discussing these eyebrows and a very exciting new collaboration I've got coming up. I'm going to be telling you about how I tried an egg and we're also going to be talking about being responsible for other people's emotions. Also, by the way, this is the 80th episode. How crazy is that? 80 weeks, me and you together. Love it. Sad news though. Well, not sad, but I basically got a very busy couple of weeks coming up and we're going to be taking a little tiny break from the podcast literally just a couple weeks and i'll be right back and i'm going to tell you about everything that ever happened in that busy couple of weeks it's going to be it's going to be movie the first episode back so what do i have to update you on it was a bank holiday weekend and you know usually i never really make a big deal at a bank holiday weekends because i don't really count influencing as a job i mean you know what there's a lot that goes into this that you wouldn't really know about like i I had a shoot yesterday. <laughs> okay, This was the most normal thing I did. On last week's podcast, I was telling you guys about Can. I was being like, yeah, I literally had to work from nine till five. And as soon as I said it, I was like, oh my God, Olivia, shut the fuck up. Like you are the worst person ever. That's a really, really normal thing to do. But yesterday I had a shoot and it was like eight till six. And I the whole time I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like I've just done this full thing and I couldn't function after. So really what I'm trying to say is, props to you if you do a nine to five job and then you come home and you actually do things like I know people that have a nine to five job and they go to the gym after I was not a real person last night I fell asleep at 9 p.m but yeah I had a shoot yesterday which was really really fun I was like able to basically like not yeah I guess I creatively direct a shoot I work with this brand um Motel Rocks and we have like we've had a few collaborations in the past and like I've done a few edits and stuff but they never really let me have full creative control, obviously, because it's not my fucking brand. Like, they, I'm just kind of there to, like, promote it and wear it and stuff stuff like that. But um, recently, in our recent collaborations, which actually haven't come out yet, so keep your eyes out, uh, they let me, like, creatively direct it, which is really, really fun. Because if there's one thing I love to do, it's go on Pinterest. So I just, like, was able to make Pinterest boards for the shoe. I was able to, like, do the hair. Not I didn't do my own hair and makeup. I'm terrible at hair and makeup. Um, but, like, do the reference images for the hair and makeup and set design like everything like it was just really really fun to do but also yesterday when I was getting my hair and makeup done on the shoot they bleached my eyebrows and I've had my bleached eyebrows before once when I was like platinum blonde and I liked it looking back at it now I, I am a bit like like I don't I don't know if it it is I love bleached eyebrows I stand by bleached eyebrows and I love them as well because men hate them like they're not for the male gaze and anything that's not for the male gaze I'm loving like, I love dressing like a little boy. I remember when I got um my eyebrows bleached, I used to get all these comments from boys, like, like slagging me off on TikTok. Or, like, even just when you wear, like, jorts or something. Like, boys fucking hate it. Which makes me just want to wear it even more. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And, of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. But, yeah, as I was saying, I had it when I bleached hair before, and it was just a little bit, it was a little bit intense with the bleached hair. But now I've had, I've got my eyebrows bleached, and I've got brown hair. I kind of love it. I'm not going to keep it. I was only going to keep it for like, I was going to basically dye it back at the end of the shoot. The makeup artist like offered me to dye it back. And I was just like, you know what? Let me keep it for a couple of days. Let me live out this little bleach brow fantasy. I love it so much. Like I love 
getting ready with a bleached brow because you can like kind of base your outfit around the bleached eyebrow. Like I think it's a little bit gothic. Well, I think I look a little bit gothic when I've got bleached eyebrows. So I was like, let me pick an all black outfit today. I did my makeup a bit different. Um, I mean, you won't be able to tell I did my makeup a bit, bit different, but like I did. And that's what's really exciting for me because I never did my makeup different. Like I wore blush, which is just a crazy concept for me. I don't ever wear blush. And yeah, it's just it's just fun. But I'm only going to keep it for a couple of days because waking up in the morning with a bleached eyebrow is not the one. I'm not a very high maintenance person. So I like to do things in order to make my life as easy as possible when I wake up in the morning. For example, like I'll get an LVL and lash lift basically because I don't want to wear a mascara and I just want to like be able to like walk out of the house and go uh, or you know I'll wear a fake tan so that I don't have to like put loads like you know I just do things to make life easier for myself oh yeah so waking up in the morning with a bleached brow sometimes can be a bit of a jump scare to be honest like I don't know what I do in my sleep I used to think that I would lie there completely still like a plank of wood in my sleep but I must be finding demons in my sleep because like I wake up and there's my hair is a fucking nest it's like matted my extensions are all matted I don't know what's going on with me right now but um that with the bleach brow and like I can never really quite take off mascara properly so like maybe I'm crying in my sleep as well I don't know what's going on but there's like mascara all down me with it's just too much um so I'm gonna dye them back in two days but that's why I have got bleached eyebrows right now if you're watching this just thought I needed to give a disclaimer not that I need to justify having bleached eyebrows um but that is why Anyway, don't know even know how I got into that, but I was talking about bank holiday weekends. I had a lovely bank holiday weekend. I think I was saying I don't really like, I don't usually get that excited over a bank holiday weekend because realistically an influencer's life is a fucking bank holiday weekend. Uh, can't complain at all. I'm just, che- I'm, I'm realising my privilege that this is my job. It's ridiculous. Anyway, sorry. But I did, this bank holiday weekend was a movie. I had a great time. It was my friend Tilly's birthday. And we went to the Isle of Wight, which is like a little island off the south of England. And it really reminds me of this place I used to go when I was younger. When like my nan and papa had like a well, they still do have a cottage near like the Giants Causeway, if anyone knows what that is, in Northern Ireland. It's like on the co- the north coast of Northern Ireland. And we, I literally would spend my summers there, like growing up. Every Easter, we would all go up. Like it was just so fun. And all my friends lived in the caravan park beside me, and we would all go. Like I was to say, we would all go in the sea, but I don't think I've ever been in the sea there. I was not the kind of. I was not the one that was going in the sea. Everyone else went in the sea, but it's fucking freezing. The north coast of Ireland, like that is besides Scotland. At least the Isle of Wight is off the south of England. Like it's kind of near France, so like it's a little bit warm. But like, there's no need to be going in the sea where I used to grow up. Um, but however, it kind of reminded me of that. So it was very and we went down there for my friend Tilly's birthday with her whole family it was so warm it was honestly it, it felt like Ibiza I was like is the Isle of Wight the new Ibiza probably not but I felt like I was in Ibiza I got really wine drunk no I didn't get wine drunk I got Aperol spritz drunk which was really really fun drunk I usually hate day drinking I'm not a day drinker mostly because as I said before I don't really know how to like day drink and then be in bed by 10 but I actually managed to successfully do it at my friend's birthday that past weekend so props to me probably not a good thing don't want to like start enjoying day drinking you know it just freaks me out I get drunk and then I look around and I'm like oh my god it's pure daylight right now like this is terrifying everyone can see like my eyes kind of glaze over a little bit whenever I get drunk I mean not a little bit like they do like all my friends said that my main like your the main thing you can tell is like I just go silent my eyes glaze over like, like I'm not a real human um, when I'm drunk. So having that in bright daylight is a lot. Uh, but that was lovely. And then the next night, oh, guys, I fucked up. I really fucked up. But I'll tell you about it. 
this guy had like messaged me. <laughs> I know I was saying like, well, no, I'm I'm still in my like hall. I'm still in my hall. Like I'm not dating anyone kind of thing. Like I'm not doing that. I'm so in my being only responsible for myself situation, but I'm also having fun, you know? I'm, I'm texting and I'm not actually, I'm not texting anyone, shut up. But like, you know, I'm, a boy texted me and was like, mm, come to the club. And I was like, oh, I'll be five. I'll be five minutes. I'm on my way. And I went to the club and I got black out drunk. And it must have been, I don't know, maybe they, they were handing me tequila shots. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if I was nervous, like to meet up with a man that I'd never met before. But I got black out drunk. Um, not my finest hour. Safe to say that man will never speak to me again. Um, and also just a real moment of self-reflection. It's not what I want to be doing this summer. I do not want to be going to a club with random people and getting blackout drunk. Like that really just like, I've been feeling guilty about it ever since. I just thought I needed to tell you. I didn't really need to tell you. I also tried an egg. It's all coming out now, guys. It's all coming out. Okay, let's talk about it. I have never really tried eggs before. I didn't like eggs before I went vegan. And I don't know what this is, guys. It's a fucking, the, the past two weeks, I told you about how I broke veganism and I had um, truffle pasta. because And that was a real moment of, like it wasn't even peer pressure no one was pressuring me to eat the truffle pasta and I could have said can I have some tomato pasta but I, c- I couldn't bring myself to do it so that wasn't a moment of peer pressure that was like more of like a pressure on myself and you know what I don't regret it I'm glad I did it now I know what truffle pasta tastes like but the egg thing there was no one pressuring me to do that I just wanted to see what it tasted like so I had a fried egg and it was disgusting it wasn't that bad um but I will never do it again and it just tasted like egg and it smelled like egg and I'm sorry but that's the sometimes what my farts smell like so I don't understand what people this is like a thing I get egg if it's like in a ramen dish or in like a bagel with bacon sausage ketchup you know and it, you're it's like that kind of component but I see people on TikTok all the time start well it's very very common breakfast food is eggs why the fuck are people sitting there in the morning and eating just a plate of eggs like the main flavor profile there is farts it makes no sense to me. But I did try one. I had it in a bagel with some vegan bacon and ketchup. But not never again. I also like got one of a really bougie egg. I called it I got this thing called a I think it's called a, a Bamford Brown egg. You should get one. They're pretty cool. I got mine from Zap, I think. Um actually, no, I will not encourage people to get eggs. Don't get eggs. Eggs are disgusting and they're periods, if you really think about it. So let's all stop. Let's boycott eggs. Um, But yeah, really, like, I don't know what's going on with my veganism at the minute. I think for the longest time, I I just didn't even think about, like, eating. I, I will never eat meat again. I never want to try meat. And I know exactly what meat tastes like because I was quite a big meat eater. But I was never a big dairy person. I was never an egg person. And I was definitely never a fish person. And I think recently I just had this real moment of, like, Jesus, like, I've got no idea what any of this tastes like and I'm 21. Like I think I should at least try it once. So I still really want to try fish. I've decided that my experience when I try fish is not going to be Nobu. Remember I was like, oh, when I go to Nobu in Malibu, I'm going to try fish. And then I went and I got pussied out. And I pussied out because there were so many other options on the menu that I really enjoyed. I love vegan food so much. That's why I find it so easy to be a vegan. Like when I went to Nobu on the menu, there was like miso glazed aubergine, which is my favorite thing ever. There was spicy avocado on top of crispy rice right up my alley um what else did they have 
They've also just got like vegetable maki, which I like. It was just, there was just no need for me to be eating fish. So what I decided I'm going to do is, have you ever heard of a omakase restaurant? You know, when you like, you all sit around the table, it's like only like sits like 20 people. I think these restaurants usually, and a sushi chef, a sushi chef, God, try to say that 20 times over fast. A sushi chef stands in the middle and he like makes each piece individually and like literally like mix it with his hands and then just sets it in front of you and you just have to eat it. And you just get, you get like 20 courses of like, and like each course is just one piece of sushi. I need to do that because then I've got no other option and I cannot not eat this piece of sushi that this sushi chef has made for me to eat because that would just be fucking rude. So I've decided I'm going to do that and I'm going to, I'm going to go to one in, there's one, there's one quite near me, but I went to book it and it was booked up until July and I thought, Jesus, who do you think you are? Put myself on the waiting list, obviously, so keep you updated with that, see how that goes. But yeah, egg, no, wouldn't do it again. Travel pasta, unreal. Like that makes me want to do it again, but I'm not going to because I don't, I just don't want to get myself into that habit, but I would do it again. You know, the travel, oh. But then I, the thing is, I tried it in a really, really nice place and it, like now it's special. Like maybe if I went back to that restaurant, I would try it. But like I'm not just going to go down the road to the local Italian get travel pasta because it's not going to be as good as Michelangelo's restaurant in Antibes, France. France. Did I just say France? I did. What are you going to do about it? Anyway, also, how I've been feeling recently has been... my. I, I have not a single thought going on in my head right now. Like, you know when there's just too many thoughts all at once? It's just completely, like, like numb. Like, I was actually thinking like, on the way here. I mean, I wasn't actually thinking this on the way here because I was actually in the car with my friend. I was giving her a lift to, like, where, I don't know, I was giving her a lift and we were listening to the best music in the world. It's Metro Boomin. It's my new favourite artist. I have a new favourite artist every single week, but at the minute my hyperfixation is Metro Boomin and it's all I'm listening to, sometimes 21 Savage, and it's just the most fun thing ever to drive around London with my windows down, playing that song, and I put my arm out the window and I hold the top of my car like a man, and it's just a movie. So I wasn't thinking about that on the way here, but I was thinking, like, how am I going to speak in the podcast today? Because I actually have no thoughts. I mean, I'm doing pretty well so far. Don't know why I'd ever doubt my speaking abilities, because I could speak for the nation. What is my nation? Ireland? Or the UK is the I don't know. Anyway, let's not get into it. But yeah, I feel like there's just you know when you have a lot that's going on. Oh, no, sorry. You know when you have a lot coming up, and you know that you need to do things to prepare for it. I've talked about this before, like big burnout vibes, and I've been in a burnout for like two weeks now. Um, but I'm gonna be homeless for five weeks because I'm getting both of my bathrooms redone. They basically were like you can get both bathrooms at a time and you won't be able to live in your house because obviously you can't pee anywhere you can't shower or whatever and there's gonna be builders in and out all day from like 7am or we can do one at a time and you can still live in the house but it's gonna be double the amount of time and double the price and I was like okay like you're already robbing me like having things done to a house I've never obviously experienced this before like I've never done like construction on a house because I'm a 21 year old but um I did not expect it to be this expensive I mean I just feel like I could do it okay I couldn't do it realistically and I think it's a completely fair price and of course I'm gonna I'm obviously paying them but Jesus guys if you've ever owned a house I feel sorry for you and if you're ever going to own a house which I'm sure a lot of people at some point listening to this will probably own a house good luck to you because it's fucking I hate when I say that word F word. I just said it so aggressively and harshly there, but it's very, very expensive. Um, so I was like, I'm obviously taking the cheaper route here. Uh, I know I'm homeless for five weeks. 
and my cats are being shipped off and I've got nowhere to be. Um, I thought I had loads of holidays planned and all of a sudden they've all fallen through. I mean, I no, I still do have a lot of holidays planned, um, but there is going to be a bit of in-between time where I've got nowhere to stay. And obviously, like, I've, I've got, a, like, no, I don't... <laughs> I've got a lot of friends. I literally have four friends. Um, so I asked my four friends, like, hey, like, do you have a spare room by any chance? And like, no one has a spare room. I mean, it's quite rare to have a spare room in London. Not a single one of my friends has a spare room. So I'm literally just, I don't, I'm gonna have to book myself into a hotel, which just feels like even more money being spent. Or I could just stay in my house and just shit in the garden like a dog. At this point, it's like kind of the most appealing option. But yeah, that's like what's going through my head constantly. Like in my head, I'm like, oh God, I need to, you know, get a visitor's permit for the builder. Like like it's much like mundane little tasks. I need to pay corporation tax. Am I going to fucking do that? I will. So don't fucking harass me. But like basically my dad always rings me and my dad is never like, hey doll, like what you doing? How are you? I mean, he sometimes says that. He'll, he'll, He'll lure me in. He'll go like, oh, like, how was your bank holiday weekend? And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. He's like, you need to pay corporation tax. You need to pay personal tax. You need to get a permit. You need to get this. And it's like, you know, it's fair enough exactly what he's trying to say to me. Like, I do need to do these things. But I get so overwhelmed. And I feel like I'm going to cry. I'm like, you don't even love me. You just want me to pay taxes. And I hang up. And it's a whole thing. That was a conversation I had today. Um, God bless my dad for having to deal with me because, of course, I need to pay tax. I obviously understand why we need to pay tax and I think it's a great thing that we pay tax. I mean, sometimes I think that the taxes could be used for more important things, um, 100%, but it's a bollock. It really is a bollock paying taxes. Like, who am I? I'm just a girl. I can't pay tax. Why the fuck do you do that? I don't know. So anyway, that's the things like on my brain right now and I feel like really, really burnt out. And then there's all other stuff going on in life, personal things that I'm just like, when I'm in these kind of moods, phases um, of burnout, I just ignore everyone. I'm like, I don't want, I cannot have a conversation with someone. And it's like, I'm going to continue to ignore people. And I'm very, I'm very like open and honest. Like if someone messages me and I was like, are you ignoring me? I'm like, no, I'm like, it's not personal. I'm ignoring everyone. I'm not, I don't want to speak to you right now. Um, and my friend texted me today and be like, are you ignoring me? And I was just like, oh my God, no. And I will see you tomorrow and I'll be great. Right now, I'm having a fucking panic attack about taxes, so I cannot speak. Um, and that's what's going on right now. So uh, there's a lot, of, as well as that, there's like some personal stuff. And I'm just like, I've, I've made it very clear to people that I will not be responsible for like, first of all, being in constant reach of contact. And second of all, I'm not being responsible for, well, this is the thing. I don't want to be responsible for other people's emotions. I actually had a really good chat. So on the way here, I had my friend in the car, as I was saying. We were listening to all the music. And I've told you guys my ritual when I drive here is I listen to some fun music to get me in the mood to start chatting. And my second thing is sometimes I speak about the things I'm going to speak about today, just to myself, just have a little conversation with myself. Because I have my friend in the car today. I was able to speak to her about it. And I was like, I'm just so not at a point in life where I can be responsible for other people's emotions, mostly because I can't, I can't even look after myself. I can't even, I can't pay, I can't pay tax. I can't pay tax, by the way, if there's any like officials watching this, which I highly doubt they would be, but I will pay my tax, okay? I'm going to do it tonight. Um, But I can't even do that. I can't even organise the gardener to come to my house. There is a full fox and the fox is full family living in the shrubbery that is my garden right now and I can't sort it out. I just cannot do it. Do- uh, hospital rang me today. 
hey, Libby, are you free on the 12th of June to get your uh, cancer cut out? Nah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am free on the 12th of June. I just don't want to do it because my brain cannot do anything right now. I don't want to. I can't. Like, don't know what's going on with me right now. But also, I'm just like, can I not just wait till the end of summer? That's a really stupid thing to say. If an opportunity arises to get cancer taken out of your body, you should most definitely do it. But I don't know what's going on with my brain at the minute. I'm like, I might just, I might just forget about it. If I forget about it, what's what's gonna happen? It's a ninety nine percent survival rate. So I'm thinking, don't listen to me. I'm so fucking stupid. It will kill me. So I'm gonna sort it out. But I just can't right now. Anyway, um, so yeah, as I said, I was saying to my friend, telling her all this stuff about how I can't do anything for some reason. So I definitely cannot be responsible for anyone's emotions, and I'm just not. I'm just not getting into anything with anyone or I try not to even like be in contact with just people that much because I get really like stressed out and I've said before I get like hyper fixated on people and I get easily like I just want to spend all my time with someone whether it be a boy or whether it be a friend or I want to spend face I want to FaceTime someone constantly and I just get too involved and I just need to focus on myself to the point that I can actually start doing these things so I was saying I cannot be responsible for other people's emotions I wanted to ask her that that like her opinion on that because I don't know I think it's a really like interesting thing is like finding balance in like relationships and my ex has kind of come back into my life a little bit and not in that way because I told him I can't be responsible for anyone else's emotions right now I made it very clear this episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. My friend, actually, her input was basically that she was telling me this story about this friend that she had. And their relationship was very emotionally dependent. Well, one party was very emotionally dependent on the other. To the point that my friend basically felt like she was like just constantly like checking that her our friend was okay, making sure she was alive, you know, like it was a very intense bond to the point that like my friend was like, when you start becoming so responsible for someone else and like literally feeling like you have to just like keep them alive, you start to become like really depressed yourself and you start to like not prioritize your own emotions and like you you basically just spiral just because you're trying to make sure someone else is okay and hearing her say that was like really crazy because I was in a situation once with someone where I felt I mean the thing is it's like 
I felt so selfish ever saying anything about this. Not not even saying, like, I was just chatting to my friends about it or even just thinking it. I had, like, I thought that I was just, like, really selfish because, like, people go through stuff. Like, people in your life are going to go through stuff and, of course, you have to be there for them. But, like, when it gets to a point that you feel like you're literally, like, you're keeping someone I mean and it's just it might be like all in my head that I was keeping someone alive or like you know just like when you just when you feel that someone is so emotionally dependent on you like they might be going through something so it's like maybe they have to do that to get through like get them through that um then I basically found I was trying to make sure that this one person was so okay that I became so down and like so depressed and withdrew myself from everything and everyone and anytime I like tried to raise it to that person, they were like, um, like, how can you say that? Like, I was the one going through things, like, must be so hard for you. Like, like basically that. And I was just like, and then I, I was made to think that like, that wasn't okay to feel like that because someone else was going through it worse than me. And then hearing my friends say that today was like, I'm like, oh, that's really nice that I'm not the only person that's ever like gone through that. And I think like when I get into relationships, I just automatically care a lot about the person. I mean, that's like not a given for a lot of people. Like some people like have to really, really make themselves care. But like I care a lot about a person. I'm so intense in relationships. I talk about it all the time. And literally, I, that's just basically why I cannot get into anything right now. Because I think I'm just naturally, I'm a carer. I get, I'm very head first into a relationship. Like I will be like screaming my love from a rooftop within a month probably. Um, So I just can't, like I can't get into that right now because even if the person isn't trying to make me feel responsible for their emotions I will I will feel it and I can't because there's too much going on in my head right now it's it's not even it's a jungle up there but it's actually it's like a barren land at this point because I've decided I'm numb anyway I wanted to hear what you guys had to say about being responsible for people's emotions uh whether it be in relationships or friendships and is it like selfish to prioritize yourself over other people because like sometimes you actually do have to be really selfish and it can suck and like sometimes you have to cut people out of your life because they're bringing you down and that can feel kind of brutal to do but like sometimes you genuinely just have to be selfish something like I'm I think I'm very self-aware but sometimes I'm like, oh my god, am I actually delusional? Like I'm very, I'm, I've been self-aware in the podcast, but then like, I was kind of thinking about it. Sorry, I'm just looking at the questions, and I was like reminded of this. Like I just said that I naturally am a very caring person, and I really, really care about other people and relationships and stuff. And like maybe that's why, like, I'm just intense. Is what I'm trying to say. I have someone in my life who sometimes I speak about in the podcast, and guess who it is. That person hates me speaking about them on the podcast. I say it, it makes them anxious and like they don't like it and like they don't speak about me on podcast, which because I don't have a podcast. Anyway, not get into it. Um obviously I would never name anyone on my podcast. I would never do that to anyone. I would never talk about someone that I like have publicly posted up with. Do you know what I mean? I just would never I don't want I don't want anyone to like receive any backlash from my podcast. I'm always very, very anonymous about who I'm speaking about. Um but that person who listens to my podcast knows that I'm speaking about them. And every week I get like texts being like, this is horrible. Like, I don't like, can you stop speaking about me? It's making me so anxious. I get filled with dread every Wednesday. And I'm always like, am I actually like not a caring person? Like, is this like, 
really really selfish for me to continue doing this to this person that I allegedly have a lot of like I'm not with this person at all but like generally like I'm there's a certain amount of respect I guess you should have for people that have like been that big part of your life debatable um but yeah like sometimes I'm like god maybe I'm not a caring person maybe it's like all of like a like a surface level thing like maybe I think that I'm a caring person but actually like if I know that this is hurting someone's feelings and I continue to do it maybe I'm actually a horrible person something to think about I like to like challenge myself not challenge myself but like I like to just like like make sure I don't know I'm telling you that because that's like a flaw like that is a big flaw like if imagine someone came to you and was like can you stop like it's such an easy thing it's such an easy thing to stop speaking about someone on a podcast and I for some reason I'm not doing it even though I know that it's not affecting my mental health talking about someone oh my god maybe I'm a horrible person but I've never named anyone anyway I'm just like you guys let me know or not even I'm just like making you guys aware that I'm not always a fucking angel in the situation like I'm might be a bitch maybe okay someone said you have to live for your own happiness and not for others I agree with that to a certain extent but if through your whole life you only live for your own happiness and in doing so you compromise other people's happiness and people that you love's happiness and then you're left with no one at the end of the day it's like what what the fuck was the point like you're gonna be alone if you always do that like I really like I don't know what my life would be without like your circle Okay, this is quite interesting. Someone said, it's hard sometimes. I feel like the gals are programmed to feel others' emotions. It's a lot. I don't let people's bad moods become my problem. Can cheer them up, but don't take it on. That is, like, very true. Like, when my friend is going through something, there's, ten like, there's something, like, we all feel a bit off. We all feel a bit down, you know? Like, it would be, like, really, I think, well, this is the thing, it's, like, I think if I was, like, really upset about something and was really, really sad and my friends, like, like, my best friends, I don't know, were just, like, didn't, like, not even didn't care, but, like, if they went out that night and, like, were posting stories, like, having fun or, you know, if they were, like, being really happy about something, I'd be, like, oh, you bitches, you don't care. And I think that's a really toxic mindset. Like, I don't think that if you're going through something, everyone else needs to be going through the same thing. Um... And I shouldn't expect them to, but I guess that is like a thing. Like I, I, probably with girls more than boys, I think, because girls are, I, I don't know. I, I always think the girls are a lot closer than boys. And I mean, I tell my friends everything and they tell me everything. Um, We speak in constantly and maybe there are some boys that do that. But anyway, I think girls' friendships are a lot different. I also think it's like in friendships, you need to know... I don't do this a lot and I think I've only ever like properly fallen out with someone once in my life but like there's been like times I've had friends and I've like distanced myself from them or you know I've even like raised it with them that I like this is not like fun like the conversations you're having but like if someone's just coming to you constantly complaining or like bickering with you or just saying stuff that isn't like adding anything to your life and it's just making you feel like shit like you need to know in that like you need to be selfish in that situation and prioritize yourself or it's even like if you're in a relationship and like you can love someone but like if it gets to a point and it's just constant arguing or they're constantly putting you down you feel like you're not living your life to the fullest potential you can you have every right to break up with them I remember like 
my ex was like we weren't we weren't good and I wasn't nice to him and he wasn't nice to me like we were toxic by the end like very very toxic and manipulative like it was not good and I will put my hands up and be like I wasn't good either because I was like sometimes when you get into a relationship and you're that fucking like close to each other like I did the way I acted I do not like and I never ever want to act like that again in a future relationship but it's good because we can use it as a learning curve and we both now know how to never act in a relationship again he was basically like sometimes like relationships get toxic and sometimes you just need to work through it and I was like why fuck am I working through a a toxic relationship like I'm 21 years old I don't need to work through a toxic relationship like it's not something that's gonna like benefit my life like I need to prioritize myself here so we broke up well I broke up with him and it was really like horrible the way I broke up with him I broke up with him over text I couldn't do it in person because I kept trying (laughs) and it was horrible like I know that was that must have been disgusting like if someone broke up with me over text I would genuinely I don't know what I would do I would throw myself in front of a bus like I could not handle that so like fair fucks to him for I don't know well we hate each other but anyway um so I'm not gonna say fair fucks to him but like that was brutal and that was the most like that was the most like intense time that I have genuinely like I can be like I prioritized myself there like I put myself first even though it was grim and it was really brutal like the way I did it but I just needed to like I needed to take care of myself in that situation instead of like prolonging it and trying to work through things Someone just sent me a message and this is like a lot of messages like this isn't even a reply to my story like this girl like typed out a fucking paragraph so I think we should go through it and I actually like what she's trying to say here. This changed my view on relationships. So I believe that the emotions slash attitudes you let out will attract a partner with similar attitudes slash emotions. For example, if you want your partner to be kind or to respect you, you have to learn on being kind to them and respecting them. So basically by focusing on yourself and developing within yourself the qualities you seek in your partner, the partner with these qualities will then be attracted to you and you will find them. This I think is a great way of thinking and living because you prioritize your own emotions and actions by focusing on them and working on you and becoming the best version of yourself which will then be reflected in the people you attract. I agree with this. And I think, like, it's it's not even, like, oh, law of attraction and, like, manifesting. Ooh, shit. Like, sometimes I'm like, that's a load of bullshit. But actually, what she's trying to say is, like, I... All my friends say I go for, like, the most toxic man ever. Like, I love a toxic man or it's just someone who's trouble. Like, that is, like, my type. I love it so much and it's like why why do I like that is that because like I know myself that in the relationship I'm probably going to be trouble as well yeah I think so I think like that like the way I've acted in relationships has not been nice like I'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm the perfect girlfriend because I'm not like I'm so intense and I'm so love bomby and like I just feel like I don't know I, I definitely like I think like this is a warning sign you never get in a relationship with me um but I think that's why, the, like, the men that I've picked have been, like, not, not, they're also not the best in relationships. I mean, some of them, okay, some of them were just caught in the crossfire. Like, some of them are really nice guys. Um, But, like, 
a few of them have definitely been an interesting pick and someone would be like why would you pick them so I think it's something deep down inside me so now what I'm doing right is I'm really really working on myself because I never want to like I, I would say guys my next relationship is going to be like marriage type I'm probably not going to get married to my next boyfriend but I want to be in a really healthy relationship to the point that I think that I could get married to this person I think like me like for example me and my ex both knew like the whole way through our relationship that we could not get married like when we, we like if you think I, I can't picture myself in a marriage with this man because we are the most toxic people ever to each other and you can't really I feel like you can't really be toxic when you've got like kids and stuff when you're 50 like that doesn't really work um there's definitely been boyfriends in my past where I've been like oh we're gonna get married like there was yeah when I was younger and I would be with like not even younger but like yeah just past ex-boyfriends I'd be like we could get married because it was just so healthy and just so like I don't know just a healthy relationship but I don't know I honestly like when I think back to past healthy relationships I'm like that was so boring which is a horrible horrible thing to say but once you have a toxic relationship it's like movie not movie horrible horrible draining thing wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy but I'm like I can't imagine being in a healthy relationship again so I need to get to the point I'm going to do some real hard work on myself um to the point that I feel like I don't know like I can be really kind to someone and that I can care about someone and also have like prioritize my own life and you know just like live my own life with a partner not like live life like live my partner's life if that makes any sense um and also like if I am at that point where like I'm really kind to myself and I know that I can be kind to someone else and I meet someone who isn't giving me that energy I'm gonna be like oh like you're gross go away from me whereas now if I met someone that was like just a dick to me I'd be like so when are we getting married kind of thing okay guys I'm gonna leave it there think I rambled a little bit as always don't when I'm thinking back now to the past half an hour I have no idea what I just said because I don't store memories up here anymore it's just blank um but I'm gonna go home now and pay some taxes maybe we'll see I'm not gonna make any promises because I'm not responsible for promises or handling people's emotions like I was in a situation where someone was like would you commit to me kind of thing or like that yeah basically that and I was like no because like right now like I'm not I don't want to be with anyone else kind of thing I don't I'm not as in like not anyone else I don't want to be with anyone I don't want to get with anyone all that kind of stuff but like on the off chance that I do I cannot be responsible for making you upset um cannot have that pressure on me right now so I don't know why I just we got into that but then we did I'm gonna go pay taxes is what I'm trying to say so wish me luck love ya see you on Friday bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as a producer and Maeve Schaffer as the editor. And from Spotify, the executive producer is Rihanna Coleman.